Let's go. Welcome to another edition of The Bold Take. We are pleased to be joined this evening. Well, first, before we get to introducing our esteemed guest, uh, folks, I think we're on record. Until the record improves, there's not a lot of ways that we can keep saying the same thing about the team. Trevor Lawrence, good. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence, lots of hope. Uh, Big fans, pretty much everything else not so great. Um, so as we have promised, rather than turn this podcast into a full pizza review show every week, um, we, uh, we want to start bringing back some guests. So with that in mind, I have been, uh, been hounding an internet pal of mine for, for a little while now about coming on. And it seems like the best week to have him on would be this week. So uh, we want to thank Del Reed, of Bill's Mafia fame, 26 shirts, and like three or four other endeavors that he has going on. But Dell, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Former uh, Bold City Brigade member. Uh, I let that membership lapse, unfortunately. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't give a rip about your team, but I love what you guys are doing with Bold City Brigade, so I had to support it. But, yeah, no, I'm happy to, I'm happy to be on. Man. Yeah, and uh, since, we're, since we're doing, uh, since we're, having some confessions here early on in the episode. Um, I still remember when you shipped us some hats one time and you included a Bill's t-shirt and I still have that (laughs) shirt. It's sitting, I mean, that was what, four years ago, five years ago. It's sitting in our storage unit where we keep all our gear and I fully meant to stop by the storage unit and throw it on the night just to mess with you. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I forgot I did that. Go me. I totally forgot I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was an expert maneuver. It was an expert maneuver, but um, yeah. So, so Dell, we are, uh, you know, I think obviously two teams seemingly kind of on different trajectories at the moment. Um, you are coming to town this weekend. So it's, it's perfect. Your first time in Jacksonville for a game. Yep. Um, and we want to get your story, right? So we want to hear, we're going to get momentarily, we're going to get into, you know, some talk about Bill's mafia. Um, some of the, uh, the, the, the good, some of the perception maybe that you don't always love and uh, the genesis of how Bill's Mafia started. And then we want to get into a little bit about 26 shirts and how that's blown up and all the awesome stuff you're doing with that. But uh, first and foremost, you're, you're coming to town this weekend. What are you looking forward to most? Uh, I am looking forward to, I guess, first and foremost, temperatures over 60, maybe. Can I get that? That'd be awesome. Maybe. Um, maybe. It's all right. It's all right. It was 32 this morning here, so it's all good. Um <laughs> that's it cold. warms up in, in defense of western new york it starts out cold it warms up and about a month that won't necessarily be the case but we'll see where it goes but um no i'm looking forward to just uh really just hanging out and uh you know not not to i'm not talking smack but i'm not i don't not thinking this is going to be much of a speed bump for the bills um so i'm looking forward to the game I'm looking forward to uh 
meeting a bunch of you guys, hopefully face to face. I, you know, I, I would probably owe you both a beer. I mean, after knowing you guys for so long and through social media and everything. Um, but just looking forward to, to hanging out. I'm coming down with about 10 family members. My wife's cousin, my cousin, you know, we've been married long enough. Um, he uh, passed away in May at the age of 41. And he was always, um, always coordinating these, these, these trips to like other cities. He lived in Atlanta too, but like they're, they're from, the family's originally from Buffalo. So he was always coordinating these road trips where people would like, kind of like these different family members from around the country would meet up. And one year was Green Bay. Another year was Nashville. And I forget what the other city was, but every year for me, I was always like next year, I'll do it next year. I promise Mikey, I'll do it next year. And we're just always like the next year would come and I wouldn't do it. And then he passed away in May and we're at the funeral. Like it was in Atlanta. So a bunch of us, you know, were there, a lot of family from all over. And I was like, you know what? How many of us here like didn't go when Mikey would ask us? And, you know, there's, there's a bunch. I said, we're, we're doing it this year. We're going somewhere and we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to honor him and uh, we're going to have a great time and, you know, hopefully catch a Bill's W at the same time. And um, it was, uh, Jacksonville was the city, you know, selfishly, I was kind of heading, you know, the heading that up. And I'm like, I've never been to Jacksonville. I want, I've always wanted to, you know, meet up with you guys and whatever. Um, and, you know, back, you know, back in May, I was, you know, I didn't know how Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer were going to go. So I wasn't just like, like, oh, let's go there. It'll be a layup. Um, I keep saying that. I said it twice now. Like I'm in dangerous jinx territory. <laughs> we will run it back. We will run it back. Keep going. Keep going, Dell. Keep going. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but uh, but uh, no, I, so selfishly, I you know, I, I said, hey, let's do Jacksonville. I'll coordinate it all. And so I did that. And um, we're just going this weekend. We're going to honor Mikey and, and, and his legacy and our family. And we're going to, um, you know, support our team and get a little obnoxious, you know, hopefully not too much, but just, uh, you know, have fun at the same time. But that's that's why we're going this weekend. That's what I'm hoping to catch is some meet some of you guys, you know, take in the, the local Jacksonville fair. I don't even know what you guys are known for. We're known for chicken wings and beef on whack. I don't know what Jacksonville's claim to fame is. Maybe I'll pick up some of that, whatever it is while I'm there. And um, have a good time. That's awesome, man. Well, I mean, uh, um, obviously – you had shared that story with me and I, and I told you at the time as well, like, you know, obviously our condolences to, to your family, um, for your cousin, but, uh, what a, what a freaking awesome way to, to honor them. And, and as somebody who plans a lot of away trips myself, I mean, Dilla, if, if you outlive me, which is inevitable because you're, you're built like a tank, um, go, go ahead and just honor me that way. All right. Just plan. Got you. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll be better. It. Maybe we'll be better by the time I die. I don't know. Um, but that, that, that's awesome, man. So it, you are, uh, you're, you're coming to town at, at a good time this time of year, you're not going to sweat your nuts off. So you've got that going for you. Um, and, uh, so tell me a little bit, like how many bills fans do you think are like, as I've seen some stuff just on social media, it seems like there's a lot. And first of all, right, first of all, let's back up. Every time we play you guys here, there's always a pretty good showing. I mean, there's a ton of transplants in, in the Southeast from, you know, the greater New York, Western New York area, Buffalo all around. Um, diehard fan base you guys you know obviously well documented you guys have have great fans um how many like are, are a lot of people when they find out that you're going are you now seeing a lot of other folks from from up in buffalo that are making the trip down 
Well, I don't know if I'm the catalyst um, for any of that, but um, I know that the, the fan, I, I booked this through a fan group called Fans of Buffalo. Um, he's doing all these different, he's arranging all these different away game trips. And so I booked it through him. I'm pretty sure he sold out all his tickets. So I don't know, I don't know how many tickets he had, but whatever his, you know, his, his number was, they, they all sold. Um, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure um, how many that is, but yeah. you know, I, I knew that we, there was not a great showing, you know, I'll, I'll own it, even though I wasn't there, but they're my people. Um, I know there wasn't a great showing for Bills fans uh, following that playoff game. There was a lot, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, upset Jags fans, like in my mentions. I'm like, I was in Buffalo freezing my butt off. I wasn't even down there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't know what those parking lots are going to look like after the game, but I promise it's not me. <laughs> I promise it's not me. I didn't do it. Um, just put me on. You know, run that back, you know. Maybe, uh, um, until yeah, until, so we, until we see the videos of you like bombing from a from an RV <laughs> and uh, hit the table. That that'll be the first time ever. That'll be the first time. Yeah, exactly. That'll be the first time I do that. Um, but yeah, no. So Bills fans are known to travel well. You know, we love this team. You know, you guys understand how it is. You know, there's 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 rough times, and you know, Bills fans and Jags fans. It's funny. I see them argue on on Twitter. You know kind of often like at least once a season i'll see some blow up where a bunch of people are yelling at each other uh, we're, we're so similar in terms of like what we've had to deal with over the years and you know we're you know the bills are in an upswing right now but like not 20 years before that it wasn't the case it was you know uh, a, a frustrating affair and so i feel like we kind of understand each other a lot um but we've never we've never left through all of this like you guys the bold city brigade everything you guys have done like you never left and you're not leaving now. You're doing a podcast, and uh, you know, understandably, you don't want to talk about the, the team as it stands at the moment. But like, you're there. You know, you're wearing your hat. You're wearing your shirt right now. Um, uh, Dilla, you got your hoodie on. I saw that little Jags. You know, uh, there it is. Um, so I, we're we're so similar in terms of fan bases. You know, because it's not like that for 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 every NFL team, at least in my my limited experience. You know, but. Uh, so now I'm going off some rabbit trail. I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, you're good. I mean, I, I'm glad you brought that up just as far as the similarities. I think in in a weird way, right? Like when you have a lot in common, sometimes you're gonna ha- you're still going to have those blow-ups, right? Because I think you've got a fiercely proud um, and at the same time battered, right? I mean, Bill's like there are a lot of parallels there, right? I mean, for a while there – until the Pagulas came along, it seemed like everybody was trying to give your team to Toronto or to wherever. Right. And, you know, similarly here, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's always been almost like siblings, right. Or, or, and so you got a lot, you got a lot in common, but you, you're going to fight a lot of times too, because you got those similarities in, in, uh, yeah. in, in personalities and whatnot. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought- bases are a little sensitive. We're a little sensitive, you know, both fan bases, I think. Yeah. Um, but even the thing, and I'm not, I don't say this mockingly, like I, I would say like the tarps that, that you guys always have to hear about in the stadium. Uh, those are still up there, right? No. No, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So, but for years, people would make those jokes about the tarps over the seats. And I, I, would, I would get in fights with Bill's family. Like, this stadium was built. Because of the the Georgia is Georgia Florida game every year, yeah, yeah. and that was wasn't that part of the contract that it had to be a certain size yep. to accommodate this one football game. Yeah. And so then, it, it, so anyways, I've always had your back. I, yeah, you know, well, we appreciate um, that, bro. We appreciate know, that. It's, uh, 
And I, I think uh, it, it, it's, it is hilarious though, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure at times, I don't think it's been any time recently, but, but times in the past I've, you know, some, some idiot <laughs> with Bill's mafia and his handle or something is, is just going off on, on me or people that I know. And I've just been like, yo, Dell, come get your boy. Um, <laughs> Like, for the record, I hate when you do that. <laughs> I know, and I haven't done it in a long it's time. Always some, it's always some fan I've never even heard of. I'm like, who is this person? I know. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, uh, you can keep doing it. I'll just, I'll just mute it. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm surprised you haven't muted me yet. But uh, no, so. Yeah, I mean those similarities are what they are. We've 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 had a deal with a lot of just and 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 I guess in fairness, some of it is deserved at times, right? The the organizations, the teams haven't been, um, you know, uh, banner organizations <laughs> at, at, at times over the last twenty years yeah. for sure. So, um, well, along those lines, tell me, like, so I I was telling you this before we jumped on. I think most of the people who are going to listen to this podcast or not most, all of the people who are going to listen to this podcast have heard the term Bill's mafia, have seen the hashtag, have heard it uttered or yelled, have seen some talking head now because that's how pretty much everybody uh, from a national media perspective references the fan base for the most part, right? The mafia, Bill's mafia from Chris Berman to Nate Burleson to everybody in between. Right. Um, Tell, but I don't think everybody who's going to listen to this knows exactly what the group is now or, or just what, what that stands for, what it looks like, and then sort of the genesis, like how it all started. So maybe start there. Start with, you know, how it started, because um, it's a really cool story. So I want to make sure that we share it. Yeah, no. So in 2010, uh, the team started 0-8 that season. Um they had uh, some promising young players, Stevie Johnson, chief among them. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like I mentioned before, like we never have given up on this team. It was the first year under coach Chan Gailey. So, you know, you're willing to take some lumps as a fan, like through these losses, just because, all right, maybe they're building something, they're working towards something. Um, so anyway, so we start the season 0-8. They ended up finishing the second half of that season 4-4, and um, effectively taking themselves out of the Cam Newton sweepstakes. But that's fine. I've uh, never been a big fan of the whole idea of, you know, tanking or, or, or whatever, but um, I say that I'm just looking Speak for yourself. My favorite play. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I say that, I say that and uh, I'm looking forward to watching the, the Sabres in about a half hour. Uh, they're playing uh, Seattle and they just traded Jack Eichel, who uh, they tanked for in 2014. Uh, that went well, that went well, but anyway, so, uh, 2010. Hey, hey, that's your hockey talk on the podcast for right now. That's it. That, 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 that is the, that's, that's it. No more hockey talk. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not big in Jacksonville, not a big hockey contingent. I respect that. I guess. Um, so in 2010, uh, Stevie Johnson, he had just the, the week prior had three touchdowns in a comeback win over Cincinnati. I was actually at that game. I don't go to many away games like, like Cincinnati once, the Jets once and now Jacksonville. So like, I, this is my third time this weekend, but um, Stevie Johnson scores three touchdowns, comeback win. It was awesome. Um, the next week they're playing the Steelers and, you know, in 2010 Steelers, pretty good football team. Uh, they didn't take the bills seriously that day because the bills pushed them to overtime. 
and uh, ended up Ryan Fitzpatrick throws a bomb to Stevie Johnson, lands right in his hands in the end zone in overtime, and he drops the ball. Uh, the Steelers go on to get the ball back and kick a field goal, and that, that's all she wrote. So uh, that night, Stevie Johnson goes on Twitter and, you know, basically, I wouldn't say, I don't know if he blamed God, but he certainly questioned God in his tweet. And this is back in 2010, where whenever something happened on Twitter, it was kind of happening for the first time, you know, because Twitter was still a new medium. And so um, his tweet kind of made the rounds through sports media and just like national media. The example I always use is uh, they talked about it on The View the next day. <laughs> it was Whoopi Goldberg and whoever else on there. Um, so it really, you know, and, and the 2010 bills were not really much of a national story, like on any front. <laughs> so um, th- this was something that was kind of weird. So uh, anyway, so Stevie Johnson is like, obviously he's feeling pretty down about it. Um, and bills fans, you know, where it's a real college team atmosphere, college town atmosphere in Buffalo. Um, we're basically rallying around Stevie and saying, Hey, keep your head up. You know, you're, you're a promising young receiver. You know, we know you, we know you're going to be awesome for us. Um, and uh, the next day, Adam Schefter ends up retweeting his tweet, uh, Stevie's tweet from the night before. And, you know, Adam Schefter, he's the one who all information in the NFL flows through Adam Schefter. Uh, and Twitter worked a little differently back then. So nowadays, if you follow somebody and they retweet a tweet, and then somebody else you follow retweets it, you don't see that retweet. But back then you would see if a tweet got retweeted, um, it would you'd see it like a hundred times if a hundred people retweeted it. So nothing ever got hidden back then in terms of like sharing and stuff. So, you know, a bunch of Bills fans, they see Adam Schefter like at four o'clock the next day retweeting this this the Stevie Johnson God tweet. And so we started making fun of him. And uh one of my Bill's Mafia <laughs> co-founders, Brian, came up with this hashtag called Schefter Breaking News. And we just started throwing everything at Adam Schefter in terms of, you know, stuff that happened, you know, last year, stuff that happened 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> and one of my tweets was, uh, uh, what did I say? Uh, President Lincoln shot in Ford Theater, famous actor, prime suspect, hashtag Schefter Breaking News. And, he, you know, we're, we're all trying to outdo each other. Someone... Someone uh, went with like hashtag man discovers fire or something like that. And then that was it. Like they kind of ruined it. Like I can't go, I can't beat that. Like, you went back as far as you can go. <laughs> but um, so anyways, the next day, you know, I realized that like we realized a bunch of us, um, Adam actually blocked all of us. <laughs> so to my knowledge, that was the first time I was ever blocked by anybody on, on Twitter. Um, and uh, it just seemed like, and I, and I, I always say, and I promise, like none of us, at least that I saw, none of us were being nasty. We weren't calling him an a-hole. We weren't like dropping F-bombs in his mentions. We were just teasing him. Right. Um, and so, so it just seemed like a really big overreaction for him to, to, to block us like that. So fast forward now to the next offseason. We're in the middle of the lockout. Um, but, so the draft was really the only news we had other than, you know, quotes from like Roger Goodell and, and – D Smith, you know, from the players association, like there was nothing football. And so the draft is coming up. And I remember uh, tweeting, like, follow, you know, remember follow Fridays, like oh, yeah. you do that. Hashtag on FF. Recommend, hashtag <laughs> FF. And you would, <laughs> and you would, uh, <laughs> and you would uh, um, recommend people that follow that you follow to people that follow you. And so I, you know, I basically did a, a hashtag FF tweet 
for all of us that got blocked. And I said, follow the Bills Mafia. And it was just like a one-off joke. And that was just it, you know, and people were laughing at it. And it kind of stuck a little bit in our little friend group on, on, on Twitter. And I swear back then, I think I knew every single Bills fan on Twitter because it was so long ago. You know, seriously, there were not a lot of people on Twitter. Like, it wasn't until, like, 2009, I think, that they even started talking about sports on there. Um, And uh, so it was just a a joke that kept getting, you know, brought back up and, you know, mentions and stuff like that. And then over the months ahead. And then lockout ends and players are returning for camp, showing up for camp and everything. And Nick Barnett ends up seeing that you know hashtag bills mafia and starts to use it uh says he says i like that that's cool or lol or whatever and so he started using it and then other players started joining in and uh aaron williams um stevie johnson fred jackson like all these players that were you know at the forefront you know for the team at the time started using the term bills mafia and so brian the one who came up with the chef they're breaking news hashtag you know sends me a dm that's like hey this bills mafia thing is kind of kind of happening like should we do something so we had some ideas and decided to start selling some t-shirts back then i didn't know a whole lot about um intellectual property <laughs> i mean i knew about it but i you know uh started making bills mafia and the twitter bird on it and everything and um no harm no foul is fine but um started selling shirts and then so then after a couple of weeks people started asking like so is this bills mafia thing just about selling t-shirts and dude, we were having so much fun. Like we're talking to all these different people. Now we're discovering all these people that like were joining Twitter or, or just like just our network on, on was just growing. It was like it's like no, it's not about t-shirts. Like we're we're at that point we're using Cafe Press. You remember Cafe Press? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can just like upload your own pictures and they send a, a crappy printout or whatever on yep. shirts for you. <laughs> um and so we we're just doing it through there and none of us, we hadn't taken a cent out of the account and we were probably making like a couple bucks a shirt anyways. But, um, so I said, no, it's not about, you know, t-shirts. We're just having fun, like meeting all these other fans, you know, we we're having tailgates and meeting each other. You know, it was awesome. And so, um, I was working at Roswell park at the time, which is a local cancer hospital here in Buffalo, uh, doing web development and two floors above my office was the development, uh, was the, you know, fundraising department. And so I go up there and I'm trying to explain to this, this poor lady um, talking about mafia and, and tweets and t-shirts. And she's like, what? I don't even you know, she's just getting lost. I said, can I just write you checks? And she's like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll always take money. So um, put out a, an announcement that said, you know, going forward, all bills, mafia merchandise and um, events will benefit Roswell park specifically like the pediatric cancer unit. And that's kind of how it started in terms of the Bills Mafia having that charitable angle that is like so well known today. Um, and it's just continued to grow and grow. And we were doing, like I said, annual tailgates and just whenever something would happen, I'd put together like maybe a Bills Mafia cell phone case. So just like these random things that I could think of just to raise money for somebody who needed it. Um, and that brings me up to right around the 26 shirts thing. But I'll pause because I've been talking for a long time. Um, no, that's, that, that kind of covers the Bills Mafia part. You're good. You're good. And so, I mean, I, I think the question that, uh, or what I, I always like about Bills Mafia is, and it's, and it's such a funny kind of origin story with it, right? And, and how it all came together. And like you said, how you guys were sort of just piecing it together, figuring it out as you went. 
Um, I think some people see it and they think that it's, that it's uh, kind of like our group, like Bold City Brigade, where we're selling memberships and things like that, but it's not like that. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a mantra. It's, you know, it's just a massive part of the fan base and, and um, you know, basically anybody who is a fan and wants to adopt Bill's mafia is Bill's mafia or is a part of it. Right. I mean, is that, is that. Yeah. That's what we've always said that people say, how do I join Bill's mafia? Like, well, if you love the team and you're not offended by the name, then you're in it, you know, (laughs) Uh, but it's funny now because the bills actually trademarked the term Bill's mafia. And I, you know, I worked with them through that whole process last year. Um, But you know, it's, it's, it's everybody like claims that name now and media, the team, players like all fans and what's funny is back then we used to get dragged by other bills fans on on twitter because they used to call it burl's murphia and they would uh or there was a one prominent uh tailgate group that's well known here in buffalo that um they used to call us bills nerdia (laughs) and uh now they now they now they use the term and they claim it and whatever so it's all good but uh, yeah, so we were definitely a, a segment of fans, and it may be a little corny sometimes, but um, it, but we're we're a, a different segment of fans. But it just continued to grow and snowball to the point where no Bills fan, um, to even the team itself, couldn't deny it anymore. It just became just so incredibly well known, and it, what it stood for in terms of backing the team all the time. Like, and people would always say, "Oh, this only because in 2011 the team started five and two. Um, which was like winning the Super Bowl back then for us. <laughs> and, uh, um, they started five and two, and I remember a lot of people saying, like, you know, just oh, because the team is doing well, and now everybody's coming out of the woodwork saying, "Yo, we've been here, and this whole thing started when the team was zero and eight, you know, like or whatever, or it came out of a season that that, that finished four and twelve, like get lost." Yeah. So uh, it, it's always been about backing the team, supporting the team, the players. Um, and, you know, supporting fellow fans, too. That's just always been part of the DNA since the jump, you know. Um, I think that because we were a segment of fans that were often teased on on Twitter, I think that they kind of like that group back then, I think it kind of bound us together a little bit, you know. And we'd say, hey, you're Bill's Mafia. I'll look out for you. You know, you need something. Um, so that as it continued to grow, that bond never went away. Just more people joined in on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. So you talking through that right there really reminded that there's another parallel I think between our group and and y'all in the sense of y'all you like that I use that you don't hear that too much up in Buffalo I don't think do you, you, hear, you hear a lot of y'alls no yeah. I said I said y'all today in conversation I was like why did I say that <laughs> you're just getting ready bro you're just getting ready for being yeah, down um no I think you know another parallel to the whole Bill's Mafia thing just hearing you tell it in that fashion there is is uh dtwd with us <clears throat> because early on that was something that was you know it's in the crest of our group like for bold city brigade like on the crest it says duval till we die and you know we then shortened that up to a hashtag right dtwd and if you go on it still just absolutely blows me away if you go on any social media um you know forum right now any type of social media any platform and you search hashtag dtwd it's just tons of people who don't know me who i don't know you know and many of which have zero clue that that came from my brain right that that came from like our group and 
I will have people, it, this is the, 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 the most hilarious part is I'll have people like yelling at me on Twitter for some take that I have or some tweet that I fire off. And they're like, you're an idiot, man. Like, I can't, you know, you're you, like, that's so stupid, blah, blah, blah. Like, and like, just a lot of, sometimes sending me multiple tweets telling me I'm an idiot or that I'm wrong. And then I'll click on their profile and I'm like, what is this guy about? First thing in the profile, hashtag DTWD. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm such a moron, but you have zero clue that like the very first thing in your profile is from my brain, right? Yeah. Like, or when they or when they say like, you're not DTWD. Yeah. Like, bro, you're, you're not about the team right now. Like, shut up, dude. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bree and I have a joke because we, you know, we've had that in the past too. Like, we'll, Bree and I will joke, with, and Leslie will say like, "Oh, you're you're not Bills Mafia. You're not real Bills Mafia." Yeah. <laughs> but you're right though about DTWD and Bills Mafia. Like, it, both terms kind of grew up and left the house, and they don't belong to us. And that's something that I've never, since day one with Bills Mafia, I've never tried to hold it and keep it as my own because if it was ever going to be something that was going to really truly be something that rallies all the fans together and and like a banner under every, you know, that every fan can kind of get under and support the team through, then I can't call it my own. I can't, because if I, if I try and make it mine, I try to hold on to it, then it's never really truly belonging to everyone. Yeah. So that's always been, that's always been my, my perspective with that. Um, So so. hard, hard question then as a follow-up there. And and I know some of it you may want, not want to get, get into all the details, but um, so I'll frame it this way. So how did it, how, how did it make you guys feel when, you know, you found out the bills were trying to trademark that, you know, rightfully or wrongfully or whatever, like how, how did you feel when you found that out? Well, yeah, before it was like, it, cause somebody saw that the bills had tr- applied for the trademark and tweeted about it. And that's when everybody found out that the bills were doing that. I had already, they had bills had already reached out to me before that. So, I mean, I wasn't going to share it, you know, knowing that there are certain things that are going on and like, I wasn't really at liberty to start like, guys, I just got to this meeting with the team and they're doing this. Like, cause it was such a, um, a friendly meeting. And, you know, even now I like, I have a good relationship with the team. Uh, one thing that most people don't understand. And like some people were making fun of me, like for never trademarking um, Bill's mafia. It's like, dude, it has the term bills in it. Like I can't, you can't trademark something. You can't like, I always say you can't trademark, mcdonald's fans you can't trademark <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll use a florida reference Publix dudes you can't you know you can't like um you can't do anything like that so the, the fact that it was bill's mafia it was a joke it wasn't we weren't trying to build a fan movement we weren't trying to create a brand it all just kind of happened accidentally and i think that's why it took off is because it wasn't deliberate we didn't build it in a lab um but um uh, anyway so back to the team they reached out to me i knew that was coming um, they, they were they were gracious to us through the whole process. Um, they continue to be gracious to us, um, and you know I have a like I said I have a really good relationship with the team. Um, as you know, the Pagulas own the Bills and the Sabers. Um, sorry, bringing up hockey again. Uh, and I can is this this isn't going live, right? This will be out tomorrow or whenever, right? Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can announce it because it's happening at midnight. Like we're actually like twenty six shirts is actually releasing a shirt tonight at midnight in partnership with the Sabres. So, you know, NHL licensing is completely different than NFL licensing. Um, and so they said like, listen, we can never really work with you guys on a football related design, but hockey is a completely different animal. So if you want to do something like that, like let's talk. And so we, we talked and 
that's coming out at midnight. So we're really excited about that. Um, like I said, the team has been great to me. Um, it's been great to, 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 to Bree and Leslie and everything. So we really can't complain. Well, in that's any good. And, yeah. And if the, I mean, we always wanted Bill's mafia to be the name of the fan base and this is what it looks like. You know, the, the team would have to be involved. You would think if that was ever going to happen Yeah, and they, you know, and, and they're, 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 it's a business, like, no, make no mistake. They're, they're and the NFL. We all know is a business. So, you know, there's certain things that they're going to do and there's certain things that they're not going to do, but within that framework, like I said, they've been great for us. Great to us. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's uh... plus, plus I played, you know, the bills are like, I don't want weirdness with the bills, man. That's my team. It's like my, it's been like a big pillar in my life, like forever. So like, you know, like I don't want there to be weirdness and, you know, I, I'm kind of well known on, on, in the Buffalo public space, and they don't want weirdness with me, so we we figured it out. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I would I'd like to say that I don't want weirdness with with our team and our org. You know, we've had. Too late. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I'm I'm still. I, I think I'm still good with with most people down there. It's just you know, there's there's been a lot, man. We deal with all the London stuff, you know, which um, you know. F- somebody from my position i guess and what for better or worse what that position represents like and then just take that out of it just my personal opinions right i mean it's uh it's hard it's hard to be on board with that as fully as maybe you know they would probably want me to be right so um we've we've certainly they've made comments about viability and fan base and stuff like that that is frustrated me and us and a lot of the people in our group that I guess, you know, I, I represent in a lot of ways. So, um, but yeah, overall still have, have friends down there. And, and uh, it's funny, you mentioned the, the licensing is you and I, you and I can chat about this offline, but wouldn't it be a beautiful thing if NFL licensing was more like MLB or NHL or some of these, like, they're missing out on so much, man. Just, just basically having, you know, 98% of what they produce be fanatics. And, and uh, it's just to, to be able to work with people like us or people like you guys, and, and it, it would open it up in so many ways to be able to just make a lot more cool shit uh, <laughs> for, for a really technical term. Right. Like, so I don't know, but, and I've got a lot of thoughts and, and ideas behind all of that, but uh, most of the people listening to this don't, don't really care to hear you and I nerd out about that. Um, yeah. So, well, the NFL is doing, they're doing okay. You know, they're doing all right. Yeah, they are. But I mean, it also doesn't mean that uh, <laughs> just because most of us are, are total marks and will buy anything doesn't mean that it's, <laughs> that it's right or that it's great either, you know? So <laughs> Guilty as charged, though. Guilty as charged. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, let's, uh, you know, thank you for sharing all that about Bill's Mafia. Because once again, I don't think everybody um, knows everything that you just shared with that, right? So, uh, hopefully, those that are that are tuning in are going to say, "Oh, wow, okay, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that." Um, that's what I just did. So, I'm sure they will too. <laughs> So tell us so let's case. let's let's make let's make dilla say wow cool that's really cool again um tell us about 26 shirts which is crave if i'm wrong i mean that's like that's your 
that's your livelihood now, right? Like that's, that's your calling. It's, it's all the above, right? It's your career. It's your business. It's your, it's your, it's turned into a calling. So tell everybody about what 26 shirts is. And and, and I know obviously you're probably about to seamlessly transition from the mafia story into that. Cause there's a lot of parallels, but yeah. Tell us about 26 shirts. Yeah. So, okay. So fast forward now that all kind of, what I was just talking about, all started off in 2011. Now we're in 2013. We, and, oh, one thing we did, we had a Twitter account called the Bills Mafia that Stevie Johnson actually said, you guys should make your own Twitter account instead of just having your own, you know? And so we did. And then he basically tweeted like, you're not a Bills fan if you don't follow this account. And so we like, we've had this account now for years over, I don't even know how many there's, it's six figures in terms of the number of followers, but like um, it all started because Stevie Johnson, like, you know, pushed the, the snowball down the hill. But um so we had this big audience in, for that one specific account. So people would always reach out and say, Hey, can you share this? Can you retweet this? And um, you know, we've never made any money off of that, that Twitter account. And, and so I would say, um, well, if I'm not making money off this, you're not making money off this. So like, what are you asking me to promote? You know, cause a lot of times like, Hey, my car dealership, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. Uh, and, and so it's this 2013 uh, is actually like, Eight years ago yesterday, this guy sends me uh, a DM and says, hey, uh, yeah, I'm wondering if you could share this, uh, this online raffle that I'm doing. And so I look at it. It's an autographed Mario Williams jersey, which in 2013 was cool for a Bills fan. Right. Um, <laughs> and he had won it from Summer Sanders, who was, depending on your age, you, even, you either, well, first of all, don't know who she is, <laughs> or you know that she is um, a former host of a Nickelodeon game show called Figure Slime It Out. Time. Oh, yeah, Figure It Out. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. And before that, you know, she was actually a gold a gold medal Olympian swimmer for the United States. Oh, wow. I know. So, I did. uh, you didn't know that, right? Yeah. So, that's, that's, <laughs> those, those, those were Summer's humble beginnings with a, being a gold medal Olympian. And, you know, <laughs> so she's a Bills fan. And so he won this autographed jersey from her. And so I'm not, you know, as much as I love the bills, I'm not really memorabilia guy. Like I don't have like a, you know, there's, I have some signed stuff in my house that I got through different things, but I'm not really like big into like, Oh, I got this signed, you know, Andre Reed, blah, 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 blah. You know, like um, just not really into the, that kind of thing, but there are a lot of people are right. So, and that's, that's totally awesome. So, uh, so I tell him, I'm like, yeah, I'm not memorabilia guy, but like, this seems like something that most people would want, you know, winning an autographed jersey from the highest paid football player in, or athlete in Buffalo history that you got from an Olympian. Um, talk to me. What, 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 what's, what's the story here? So he goes on to tell me how his daughter um, has a condition called retinoblastoma, which is basically like eye cancer. She had already had one eye removed was having chemotherapy applied directly to the other eye. He lived in North Carolina, originally from Olean, which is a hour or something outside of Buffalo. Um, and she was getting treatment at Sloan Kettering in, in New York City. So it's like pretty expensive endeavor, right? You know, even the travel alone, just to get there, whether or not there's a Ronald McDonald house for lodging or whatever, there's still meals you got to deal with. And so anyways, uh, I'm reading her story. This kid's two years old. And I'm like, right before I go into the office that day, I'm like crying in the car. Like yeah, I, have two, I have two daughters myself. And I always say kids make you soft. Right. <laughs> and, uh, um, but 
I'm reading this little girl's story. I'm just like, oh. And I, so I reply back. I'm like, yeah, dude, no problem. I'll retweet your tweet about your raffle. <laughs> you passed the test, I guess, right? No. And um, But I said, you know what? Not, not only that, but next time we do something like unique with Bill's Mafia, like I'll give you the, I'll give you guys the money, you know? Um, and so I started thinking more and more about it. And, um, I had had an idea to like sell t-shirts, like, uh, like on a regular basis, like just rotating and stuff. Cause you know, uh, that stuff's fun, right? When something happens, you want to wear a shirt to commemorate it. So I had, so I, more I thought about like, I should do this, like to help families that are in, you know, in need. Um, and you know do like a different one every week and my friends i'm sharing this with so the dude you got a full-time job you're married you got two kids you can't be you don't and you suck you're not even an artist <laughs> um you you uh <laughs> you suck at drawing or whatever um you, you, i don't know how you how you're gonna pull this off i said i i know i i know enough people now in, in the social media space or in the real world like enough artists where i think i could do it like at least every two weeks so my buddy Jake, he turns, he looks at me and says, dude, that, I said, I would like to do it for at least for, I'd like to do it for a year, do it every two weeks for a year. So that's like 26 shirts. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, but I think I can pull it off. So the next morning I wake up and like, as much as it could be like a physical thing, like staring me in the face, like all I could think of was 26 shirts. So it's a weird name. So I was able to register a Twitter account and a Facebook and a Instagram, even back then, um, a domain. And on uh, the billsmafia.com blog, I wrote, you know, uh, about this idea I had. I always call it like my Jerry Maguire mission statement. That movie, he writes up his mission statement. And all of a sudden, he's immediately accountable to it. I didn't get fired from my job like, um, like, like Jerry Maguire did. But immediately, people are just like emailing me and direct messaging me like, hey, I'm an artist or hey. I could use help, you know, um, or, Hey, I'm going to buy every shirt you put out. And, um, the news reached out and said, Hey, we want to talk to you about this idea. So, um, it just really like spun out of, or not out, I wouldn't say out of control, but it, it blew up quickly. Um, partnered with a local t-shirt company to produce the shirts. Um, I was just going to use like Teespring or something, but like when the shirt company reached out to me, um, and, uh, put that together, and so like fast forward to like that Saturday, you know, a few days later, um, I had talked to a couple of different artists, but I didn't have any artwork yet. But um, it's sometimes like you just know something's going to happen. You just know it's going to come together. So I'm out in actually for some reason they want to do the interview in front of the stadium. So I'm out in front of the stadium. I'm saying, yeah, we're launching our shirt on Monday. It's going to uh, support, you know, this little girl and her condition. And I uh, can't tell you what the design is because it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, luckily later that night the design came in it, uh, it was it was it was printable um we had to do it direct to garment uh just because they had too many colors but you know obviously screen printing is preferred but um that's way tmi but um but anyways so it all came together we sold 98 shirts that first two weeks and um it just started to like grow and grow from there and it became pretty obvious that this was something that could last longer than a year um just the amount of people that were asking for help. And, you know, there was a couple tricky times where, you know, it was hard to find an artist or hard to get artwork, but we always had it in time. Um, and so we did it for a second volume. And during that second volume, I ended up getting laid off from Roswell. And 
Dan, who owned the shirt company, said, you know, it was a, it was a union job, so I could have posted for another position. You know, it would have been a little rocky, but I could have done it. Um, he said, don't post for the position. Come and join me here. Because when I say it was a shirt company, it was like a boutique shirt company that, you know, he owned another business. We both would work at like at nights or on the weekends or whatever. Um, I wasn't making any money off it. I just really wanted to help people. And I really love t-shirts. And so that was enough for me. And he says, hey, I'm going to make you a 50% owner in this business. Because at that point, 26 shirts had taken over everything the company was doing. Um, and, you know, let, let's do it. So with my wife's permission, because we're a team, I can't just be like, hey, I'm going to pivot this career and sell t-shirts now. Um, uh, we decided to give it a year and see what would happen. And because that's what Roswell gave me. They gave me like a year's health insurance. And uh, within six months, I had to hire somebody because just it, the idea just needed somebody full time to look after it. Uh, Bill's fans, not only are we merch hungry, but uh, we have big hearts. I know we're known for like jumping through tables and um, acting crazy before games, probably after games. But really, like Buffalo is called the city of good neighbors because um, we are a really giving people if you live in buffalo it's because you grew up in buffalo most people don't move to buffalo <laughs> <laughs> so like like this is a really tight-knit community that we have here um so like i said bills fans uh just love merch love the help and the 20, 26 shirts is just a great brand to kind of um accent that you know um so now fast forward it's 2021 we just started our our eighth i'm sorry our tenth volume because last year we moved to doing it every week instead of every two weeks because I got frustrated <laughs> that we weren't helping people fast enough. The, the wait list kept growing. Um, so now we do a two week campaign every week. So they kind of overlap. Uh, back in December, we passed a, a million dollars raised. We're now at 1.2 something million dollars. That's crazy. Um, That's amazing. It's, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. I can't take credit for it. Like I, because I can't, I didn't buy all those shirts. You know I, feel I, you. I, I, I didn't, I didn't design them. Like a lot of them. I did a couple. I was able to, even though I suck. <laughs> I was able to get a couple in there myself, but, um, but it really is just a testament to the community in general that we've been able to pull this off and continue to pull it off. So um, we just want to, you know, and it's not all just, you know, designs on the bills. We, like I mentioned earlier, we do hockey stuff. We do stuff just about the city in general. Um, it's really just about our love for our community, the teams that represent our community and giving back and supporting that community in the process. I think I think that's what it's all about. I went on another podcast last week and the dude asked me, like, when you're a fan of a team that's so bad, like, why do you stick around? And that's what I told him. I was like, the sense of community that you have with the people who you're like in it with, like, these are my people and like, we're about the same cause. When it rolls into like everyday life, it doesn't get really any better than that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what has made, that's what makes sports so great, honestly, um, is that, you know, Bill's Mafia, and I'm sure just with, with Jaguars fans, the same thing, like, we're all different people, man. We all have different opinions. We all look different. We all, um, you know, worship differently. Some don't worship some, but you know what I mean? Like we're all, we all, some of us make a lot of money. Some of us don't make a lot, much money at all. All different socioeconomic demographic is as diverse as you can imagine, but we all want to see the bills beat the Jaguars on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> what an elite spin. And, and you know what, Dell? If this was your podcast, that would that, that would be the drop the mic moment. This is not your podcast, Dell. So, uh, we don't have control over the outcome of that game on Sunday, but we do have control over where this podcast goes from here. No, um, I respect it, that. I respect that. 
I've got to ask you this, man, because I'm sitting here listening to this story and, and I'm, you know, I'm blessed to, to know you a tiny bit, although, you know, almost entirely virtually. Um, but I know the, these stories already. And, and, and obviously um, they're part of what make me a fan of you and everything that you guys do. I'm sitting here listening to them for the second, third time. And I, I, I got to The next question I have to ask you is this as a guy who grew up loving this, that, you know, your team, the bills and, you know, grew into someone who loves where you're from and where you still live so much. What is it like to be able to do what you do for a living now? Right. And, and I mean, it, so that's question one, question two, cause they're kind of wrapped up in, 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 in a similar vein. Question two is, what would 15, 16 year old Dell think if he would have known that this is what you'd be doing, you know, at, at this point in your life? Like, I mean, it, how surreal is it, man? Dude, it never, it's never not surreal from the bills, from the bills adopting the term bills mafia. I mean, like, but even before that, like the past 10 years, a player gets drafted. The first thing they do is tweet bills mafia player get a free agent get signed it's the first thing they do is sometimes just hashtag bills mafia and that's it um it, i i i, I it's, you know i'm like stammering here like i i never i still can't fathom it i cannot you know i, I it's insane um i i take none of this for granted like like you mentioned with my you know my now career i, I mean i thought i was going to be a web developer sit in a cube for 30 years retire from my state job and maybe move to hang out with you guys (laughs) at least six (laughs) months out of the year you know like i really thought like i was just on this like linear path and i was just going to develop websites for 30 years or whatever the technology grew into and retire an it guy and that was it um and so i never take any of this for granted like and there may be other fans that look at me like oh this guy i don't take any i i i'm living the dream you know that's such a funny thing to say but like um, that's all I can say, I guess, is I don't take it for granted. I try to be as humble as, as, as possible. Um, and remember that this is all a series of accidents that just happened to, to happen. Um, and you know, what's grown out of those accidents has been not me lifting it, but my fellow fans, um, as much a part of it as me, you know? Um, uh, and, and so that's why it was, you know, over the past 10 years i've done my best to try to keep pushing other fans to the forefront as possible because bill's fandom isn't del reed you know it's it's like i said before with you know these hashtags and stuff like they belong to everybody um and so i'm incredibly you know blessed and lucky and all those words to be able to do uh this for a living it's surreal i can't believe that like i'm able to like you know, pay my bills and do this. Now, like, I don't live in like the, the bougiest neighborhood in Western New York. I don't like, you know, <laughs> my kids aren't going to private school. I don't drive a, you know, a, a, a $50,000 car, but, um, you know, our, our needs are met. And um, I, I get to think about Buffalo and think about its sports teams like all day long. <laughs> so I'm going to do it anyways. Now I don't have to feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, we're all doing that. It's just, you know, our, our bosses don't know, you know, Dylan and I's bosses yeah, don't exactly. know. So that's the difference. <laughs> um, now, uh, 
15 or 16 year old me would have been like, what's an internet? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're old though. Um, yeah. A few more minutes. So with you here and, and I, I want to give you a chance because I know you a little bit and I know how to a degree, some of the things that are associated with Bill's fans and Bill's mafia <laughs> kind of great at you. Cause it, cause it's, you know, maybe in your words, it's not everyone. Right. And so what are maybe some of the misconceptions or um, stereotypes that, that the people listening to this, that, that you'd want them to know about your, the average Bill's fan, either on game day at the Ralph or, you know, across the country or whatever. I mean, what, it's your chance to kind of address some of those stereotypes. Well, I'll start by saying I don't begrudge any fan how they want to get up for a game. You know, I, I, yeah, as long as they're safe, you know, as long as like that, those poor tables, those poor tables, they're not cheap either. Those folding tables are probably, last I checked, they're like 35 bucks. I haven't checked in a while. Everything's more expensive now. So, yeah, they're 40, 50 bucks now. Yeah. It's a financial commitment to jump through a table. So, you know, <laughs> in some ways, you know, I respect that. But, um, it, it, um, but yeah, so, the, but that's if I wanted someone to know, like, you know, the average Bills fan, the average Bills tailgate you go to is a bunch of people cooking some burgers or hot dogs, um, you know, toasting each other with a Labatt Blue or something and <laughs> talk about how much they hate the New England Patriots, even still. Um, this is not as wild and crazy as a lot of people think. But, I mean, there are those there are those tailgates. You know, there are those things. A lot of them happen only in a couple of lots, but, you know, social media kind of skews everything. But mm -hmm. I think what I would really want fans to know about, though, or other people to know about Bills fans is that, like, we are, you know, while we – all celebrate and get excited and do our own thing. Like we're as a fan base, we, like I mentioned earlier, like we really are a giving fan base. We really are a, a, a giving people and we look out for each other. And, uh, you know, even people that we don't get along with within the fan base, if they're hurting, we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look out for each other, um, and, and support each other through different, you know, efforts and everything. Um, one thing I, I, I didn't even mention, um, one thing with 26 shirts is that what makes us different than other t-shirt companies is that for every shirt we sell, we give a portion back to a local family. I, I mentioned that with Scott, but like, yeah. and I mentioned the dollar amount, but like, but, but every single design helps a different family. And, and so we have this opportunity to kind of like lift these families up and the community can kind of rally around them. And one thing we always, I always try to do is make sure that if the family has a GoFundMe in place, I make sure I link to it from our site because somebody might read about this family that's, that's hurting and be like, Oh, this story sucks. And they look at our shirt and, and they're like, but that shirt really sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> we never, we never want our stuff to get in the way of helping a family, you know, or yeah. providing encouragement to a family. But like, so I guess that's a little bit of a rabbit trail, a little self-serving. I apologize, but like really um, that we're not all wild and crazy. You know, we, we are a little all out of touch with reality, when it comes to like you know with the team, it's like that. Maybe that's a football fan thing, and not so much a Bills fanhood thing. Word, word. But but most of us are able to walk past a folding table and not feel an ounce of temptation. <laughs> <laughs>
That's money. I love that. Well, uh, I don't know where you guys are all tailgating this time, but we, we got to try and, and, and get you over for a moment or a quick beer, maybe on Sunday to, to our tailgate. Um, and uh, so you can check out what, what we do over there and, and maybe get to, to know a few other people, but um, you're yeah, coming bro. to Jacksonville, bro. And I know you're coming in. I think you said Saturday. And so I'm a little worried though. So D- Dylan and I were talking about this beforehand. You're, you're, you're rolling in and you kind of gave me the itinerary, the, the rough itinerary and you're all, and, and this is the thing that, that always gets me about Bill's fans. And I'm, 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 I'm not talking any smack here, but they, <laughs> they, they come into town. And it's always like they, they, they go to the Bill's bar. Right. And which I get support the people who support you, but man, you got like, I feel bad for you because you're coming to Jacksonville and you're going to like the most vanilla part of town where it's like, and you're going to be at a strip mall and you're going to be like, wow, this place sucks. Like I'm never coming back to Jacksonville. <laughs> I, went, I went to the wings shop and, uh, <laughs> over in Mandarin. Mandarin in a strip mall. and then I went to my hotel and then I got up the day of the game and I went to the game and I'm just, I'm, that's all I'm thinking in my head. So but my my uh, my mission here is to is to get you out and to, to experience maybe another part of town or two. Um, I, <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. It's a long day Saturday. It's a long day, you know. Um, I do want to. I do want to. You know, commune with my people, but I also want. I'd love to learn a little bit about Jacksonville. And what are you guys known for? Like, do you have like some kind of special dish? Like, like buffalo ass chicken wings. Seafood, food, man. Seafood. I mean, oh, seafood. Yeah, we got a good a seafood. seafood. We get a ton of fresh seafood right here, right? You know, I mean, we're um obviously on the ocean but also uh we've got the st john's river the intercoastal um tons of seafood so uh, we could recommend some some good seafood spots i don't know if you like seafood um, oh yeah absolutely. absolutely yeah um not we're not talking like fried cod here or anything but you know my father-in-law is from syracuse shout <laughs> out shout out to mike oh for real yeah, he, yeah, that's not, so my wife is from Syracuse. That's why I was just up there. I think you told yeah. me that before. You told yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why we were just up there with the family. But shout out to my father-in-law. He listens to the podcast uh, from time to time. But uh, no, I mean, we're talking some you know, shrimp. You know, if anybody in the family likes shrimp, you're not going to get any better shrimp than you'll get here. Um, big, fresh shrimp. Uh, we've got, you know, it's, it's believe it or not, it's a fairly eclectic uh culinary scene so i mean there's there's a lot of different stuff barbecue um definitely definitely some good barbecue not far from where i can recommend like from where you guys are at the hotel you're staying downtown right yeah the hyatt i think yeah pig. yeah bearded pigs a awesome barbecue stop that's just across the bridge from you there um so yeah there's i would say barbecue seafood i mean yeah Man. you're in a good area I love, I love shrimp scallops yeah you got it all yeah you can't go wrong if you're if you're about that life yep yeah so, so maybe you, we'll grab dinner and then we'll go to wing the wing it place or whatever it is but <laughs> yeah, like, you get wings all the time bro like what do you want to go to the wing shop for you know like it's <laughs> oh I'm, I'm with you on that man when i go out of town like there there is a part of me there i mean i'll i say i'm with you like that but then i'll be somewhere out of town it'll have like you know buffalo shrimp or buffalo i'm like i gotta i, I tell with my wife i'm like i gotta get it i gotta get it <laughs> i gotta see how they messed it up see how they messed it up right uh, uh, Is, so so uh, what's the what's the best wing spot if people go to buffalo where, where, where's dell's number one wing spot um well there's one really close to my house called mustachios and i love 
I love their wings. But now any Buffalo person that hears that, they're gonna be like, the frig, Mustad, what? Um, because there's so many like there's so many establishments that like Anchor Bar is known for being the original chicken wing place, and you know Duff's is they do a pretty good job. It's you know um, as well. And there's other like uh, Elmo's, Gabriel's Gate. There's I mean I could rattle off you know ten different places because. Um, there's just some, there's some really good ones out there, but um, there's a new one that's like a, a mile from my house that uh, part of my take was at a couple months ago called Wing Nuts. And it, <laughs> I actually like said, like, a, not that he replied back to me, but uh, I actually tweeted at Big Cat. I was like, dude, you were like a mile from my house and you didn't say hi. Like, what the heck? <laughs> but, um, because <laughs> we follow each other on Twitter. I mean, I, we've had like maybe two interactions ever, but like, uh, like, like a mile from my house, but um, you're famous it, now, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but uh, but wing nuts is uh, it's a pretty good one too, but that, that's a little controversial. Like you can't go wrong. I, I've, right. seen, I've watched some episodes of like YouTube channels or food shows or whatever where they go and they try all the different places in Buffalo. I feel like you can't really go wrong, you, you're gonna get some good wings. You, you can, you can, you but it's hard, it's hard. Yeah. You, have, you, have yeah. to, you have to work for it. Understood. Understood. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's been forever since I've been to the, the wing joint that, that you guys will be at. Um, but I, so I don't know how the, I don't know how they hold up, but they might, they might not be up to, up to your standards, but uh, yeah, I, again, man, we got to get you, we'll, we'll link up and I'll get you some recommendations or something. Cause we yeah. can't have you make your only trip down here and you end up in the strip mall down there at Mandarin and you think this is what Jacksonville is all about. So that the one thing about Jacksonville that, that you will see though, is, we're hella spread out. So that's yeah, yeah. Isn't it like the largest city in the country? Like yeah, in terms of like footprint. Yeah, in continental United States, it's the largest like land mass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like you can. That's a that's a sentence you've said many times. I could tell because nobody says like <laughs> you say lake land mass. Is that what you call it? No, just land mass. Like the largest oh, land mass in the continental oh. United States. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a sentence you said before, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, like in the, it's in the uh, it's in the school books here. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, we uh, man, well, Dilly, you got anything else, Sir Dell? No, I think that's it. We, it no, we normally we normally run people through the gauntlet, um, which is uh, uh, you know a, a segment of the show we haven't done uh, a lot lately, but uh, you know we, we want to. I wanted our time to focus a little bit more about just kind of getting to know you and letting you tell your story, but so may have to have you on again at some point, um, you know, if, just, maybe, to run. just to run through the gauntlet. Um, it's, it's a, it's a series of really tough questions. It's like one after the other. So um, I'm, I'm letting you off easy. Here. People are, people are going to be in my mentions. Like they're going to be upset, but it's okay. You didn't put the bills mafia guy through the gauntlet. Like what you guys have gone soft. Um, but <laughs> We can do a special bonus episode sometime if you want. That, there you go. Me through. There you go. I love it. After the Jaguars beat the Bills, we can run it back. The gauntlet. That's a couple years out, though, isn't it? I mean, if you guys come in, like, what, third place in your division, maybe next year, too, right? I don't know if they'll be in third place in their division. No, they won't be. That's a, But I, I wouldn't say second or first, so I had to bring them down to us. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, thank you, Dell, man. We, we appreciate you hopping on, bro. Um, 
Oh yeah, I, I appreciate the invite. I, it, it feels it only feels right. It only feels right with this weekend and everything. So thanks it, for inviting me on. It did, man. Per- perfect, perfect timing. The way it all linked up with you, you know, not only us playing y'all, but you coming down, making the the, the special trip, and just seemed right to to have you come on, man. So once again, thank you. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll see you this weekend. And right, uh, sounds good, man. So when we end the episode what we do it's customary around here we've got a buddy jb we we just we tell him that we love him so pretty easy feel free to jump in that's it but we just say love you jb love you jb love you jb go bills oh, oh, it in there. <laughs> oh my